Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mike and Doug podcast. This is 108, and we have a very special guest coming in live, or not live, somewhat live, from England, Calvin Greshner. Welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? It's a, it's a privilege to be amongst you guys. I, I feel, feel special it's, that you guys. It is. It feels, like back, it feels like back in the day. Yeah, we just hopped yeah. in a time machine with Gus on and then Mikey. And Carter, it's crazy. Bringing back the old memories. That is crazy. Yeah, so a little bit of background about Calvin. He used to play with us on the golf team at ODU from 2018. That was my first year, Mike's freshman year. Mm-hmm. And then that was Calvin's senior year. Senior year. Senior. Wow. Stuck, stuck around for a fifth year to hang out a little bit, right? So we saw, saw you a little bit. Yep, but he was on It feels the like team. such a long time ago. It's it, crazy. It does. We made some great memories on and off the golf course <laughs> that we still reminisce about today. And we're just going to go through his journey from junior golf, college, and to what he's doing right now. So just started, started off where, yeah, where did where, everything start? Where you were born, where you then lived. I know you have a pretty crazy, unique story. Crazy, yeah. What we were talking about before is uh, I'd probably need to do a DNA ancestry test to see where I'm from. Not really, not really too sure about that one. But no, I grew up playing, I started golf playing in England, um, got into it a little bit and then moved to Spain at a young age. And that's where it really kicked off. We had the, the junior side in Spain, a lot of competitive golf. It was quite easy weather, obviously, and, and the competitiveness with everyone in golf courses. It was just very accessible to start playing golf. So I, I got into it from a very young age and kind of just grew from there got good pretty quickly started playing a lot traveling around and yeah kind of led me to to what i'm doing now to college so yeah is there a was there a specific tour in spain that everyone played as a junior it was it was a junior and to be honest i, I came on starting pretty uh, obviously we couldn't even speak the language when we got there first and we didn't really well I didn't really know what I was getting into my parents were like oh we'll just we'll just rock up to this not really knowing much about it not much about the golf scene in Spain played my first uh nine hole event I was probably like eight years old or so mm-hmm. and didn't think I did too well yeah and ended up staying to the end just just see what, what it was all about and when they called first place they called my name and, <laughs> and, yeah it was a shock uh, it was yeah it was pretty cool though still have the all the photos back home and it was kind of started from there really and I just started playing more and more and more and yeah that's how, how we got into it that's awesome so you're you're born in where germany Born in Germany. Oh, wow. I didn't live there at all. We just moved okay. straight to, yeah, my, my father's German. So that's that's where that bit came from. Okay. And then, yeah, moved to England for a little bit. And then. Gotcha. So you grew up Spain. mostly, grew up mostly in England now. Like no, early, but I'd say mostly, yeah, until I was about five. And then oh, okay. Spain. Yeah, yeah. And then in Spain all the way up until before I left college. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's, right. a, that's a crazy story. You, three different countries and you sound you sound british but you're from like you're raised in spain so you speak so spanish it's kind of place helped me especially where i am at now being able to 
to speak three languages fluently has definitely given me a bit of an advice, especially when it comes to to jobs now and, and stuff like yeah. that. So it's it's definitely helped me um, in that regard. Yeah, that's huge. That's amazing. Huge. So how your junior career? How was that? Were you good? Did you know you were good? Did you win anything? <laughs> you practice uh, <laughs> i kind of I, I say this all the time now like if i now i'm not obviously not playing as much as i as i used to in college if if myself now was to play against like 16 year old me like 16 year old me would work my ass like yeah any day of the week like is i was i was don't don't like to my own horn i'll gladly say like now i'm I'm struggling, but when I was <laughs> yeah. what, like when I was when I was younger, I was I was I was quite good. Yeah, you're a stud. Yeah, uh, wouldn't go that far, but I could definitely I could definitely get my way around a golf course you? at a young age, and I, I had a lot of confidence as well. And I think that's one of the issues when you don't start playing well, you lose a lot of confidence and things like that. So I definitely had a lot of belief, and you know, when you're younger, like you kind of you don't think about all the all the negative things and the negative side and you just kind of just get on with it you're out and there just playing golf pretty much exactly you're just playing golf and then just so many once you get old so many other factors come into play yeah whether yeah, it sounds silly but whether it be like girlfriends family issues all that sort of stuff like all these things just just start creeping you you just start thinking about things that you shouldn't be thinking about when you should just be playing golf Bro, I don't, I don't think that's silly at all because that's something Doug and I have actually, like, we've talked about it quite mm -hmm. a bit. But, yeah. I mean, it is silly because no one really talks about it. But we've talked about that a little bit on some other podcasts. And I think that's such a, like, it's such a big deal, like, really, like, off the course because golf is so, so mental. So anything that is, like, disrupting your subconscious, like, it makes a big difference. I completely agree. Oh, yeah, then we like, juniors, like, they just – all they think about is golf and golf only. And you get to college, your first kind of year, you think about golf. And then later on, you're like, okay, I've got to figure out about life after golf. And then you can, I started playing bad when that happened. But yeah, I mean, that's. It's like, it's yeah. like when you're, say you're at your home club and, and obviously in my home club, I, I went through the junior program and, and you go back there now and, and you see all these little kids that, that, are going along the same path and it's like oh they just challenge say so they just like challenge you to like a putting competition and you get on the putting green and this kid's like five six years old and he just starts canning putts left right center just no. not even thinking like doesn't even care about the break doesn't do a practice swing just steps up to it just just putts and just does not think no. about anything no. I was, I was the same when I was a junior, I was just spent all my time at the golf course. So then you start doing that with old people and like, they're never there. They have other things to do because that's life and you're just better than everyone. Cause you're only, you're only focusing on that one thing and that's golf at that time. Exactly. You know, like your yeah. parents take care of everything else. You don't have to worry about that. And I think where you first start seeing changes, especially as you go later in high school and start in college, that's when you start start thinking about other things as well you start thinking about schooling you start thinking about degrees like homework all this sort of stuff and i think that's like the early trigger in a way that kind of just starts getting yeah. you thinking about you just have more going on really 
yeah so let's wrap up your junior career so when did you decide like you wanted to go to college like did you did you have people around you going to college or how that worked? i i did and as I, the so like the junior c where i grew up i played a lot with with kids that were older with me which i think that's a that's a great step for for kids that are trying to trying to pursue something in golf is you've got to always play with with people that are older than you that are better than you that are doing going on to doing bigger things such as such as college at that time and a lot of the kids that that I was playing with they were starting on that journey and you'd always see them when they'd come back for Christmas or summer and they'd, they'd tell you about their experiences and it was always something that I was excited to do and it was kind of since a young age to be honest I always had that that vision of of playing college golf as in Europe we don't really have anything to to compare that to and the idea of of playing college golf and yeah so you I guess you looked up to older people who went through that experience already and that's what Gus absolutely that's what Gus said he was the youngest in his group and his brothers went to college and his friends and he just decided to go that path because they went on that path too and they helped him. So Actually, yeah, and, and usually most of the unless you get really unlucky with the with the school you go to, there's there's really only positive feedback anyway. So it, it just it really is a no-brainer. And yeah, just yeah. So then how did your recruiting process like yeah, how'd you how'd you end up at Old Dominion? Did you have any other <laughs> schools that were interested or Mate, well this was this was the thing like i i <laughs> i didn't i didn't go through an agency a lot of people go through through agencies which i which i highly recommend uh so i kind of had no idea pretty much i had no idea what i was doing and um, i had a coach at the time who who had a few connections with with different schools and i would send a few um a few messages to to coaches and things like that but it was really uh one of my best friends who's also a member at the same club i am in spain he was at he got recruited by by coach rodasil and yeah it was it was through him he told me about the experiences and and he told coach about me and and we got in touch slowly and we started having a few calls and that and yeah that's kind of why i made the decision it was pretty much because of him did you ever come visit or anything Nope, I did not come and visit. It was, it was. I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to say it would have changed. It would. It wouldn't have changed my 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 views. Because yeah. uh, especially when I came in, all the guys just super sound guys. We had the we had the best time. It was it was great. I wouldn't change. I, I wouldn't have changed it for anything going anywhere else. Um, so I, even though I didn't go for a visit. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have right. swayed my my opinion. Did you did you have like set like any expectations when coming? Like, did you think things were going to be different? <laughs> things were going to be worse. Things were going to be better. Like, I, I had been to this. I've never been to a uni, but I've been to the states a couple of times. Um, but I was just expecting it to be everything just be much bigger. Yeah. And I remember I got there my first day. I had to I was trying to walk back from from like the web center to back to my dorms at Scotland House 
<laughs> and I, I, I got completely lost, like so lost. I had to, I had to, I had to call him up, and he Sorry. was still in Spain because I, I had to go a week earlier for orientation week. I had to call him up, and, and yeah, mate, I don't know where I am. I was almost at Lambert's point. I managed to get to the golf club somehow. Like he was, yeah, it was so from people that from people that are listening it's just like a student union in the in the dorms and that's what do you say like less than 100 yards away that you just got lost and ended up on the other side of campus near the golf course oh that's, just, that's yeah. something <laughs> yeah it was a bit bizarre yeah now it's just like, i thought it was you can't miss yeah you look back on it now yeah, yeah. you just can't miss it it's literally i thought i was just i think i was a bit overwhelmed by everything going on every like just 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 the whole new culture just yeah. american people just just you just get i mean lost first, in it all like yeah, yeah the first time i went to school like i landed next day i was in the class and i was in the middle of kansas and i like yeah that's, wearing, that's another one finding classes and find looking yeah i was just like just i was like to... is there a, i had to search up a map on the website and i'm like i i don't know where i'm going and then you go in the, <laughs> and you sit in the classroom and you're like i don't even know if i'm supposed to be here and like like sometimes they call a role and i'm like yes yeah, so, uh, sometimes they don't yeah and just like ah, i guess i'm stucky but the biggest thing the culture is different like people wearing cowboy boots i didn't even know that was a thing i just thought that was just some movies but it's an actual thing and i'm like oh like i didn't know culture is definitely very very different so it was yeah it was it was definitely a, a big source yeah. that i was kind of lucky in a way that the week after he came so he could kind of show me around and, and get me settled so i kind of got in settled quite quickly because of him and because obviously he'd been there a year already and had friends and stuff like that and there were some other spanish guys on the team so we were able to to get to know each other really quickly and hang out and things like that so it was kind of quite i was not get well it, it was quite easy for me in a way just to just to ease into it a little bit just knowing someone that was there already yeah those first couple of days can be a shock but after like your teammates help you a lot like showing you everything and things to do and not to do and where to exactly, eat and everything yeah. so <laughs> yes <laughs> and i mean the one story i'm gonna bring up because i was like when older people tell them what to do so our fresh mike's freshman year my first year calvin's last year we have a dinner with a donor and he would invite us to the house and it would just be the golf team and we decided to play a prank on mike yeah for and, like the 10th time yeah and we told him <laughs> to dress nice so we told him wear a button up, i remember that yeah wear a button up and a tie to this dinner then he was the what only you, one were you, were you wearing a pink shirt Can't yeah what you it was like a pink i polo. had like a pullover over my shirt and tie and like shoes and khaki like loafers about like yeah you dress like i was going to the banquet yeah the next thing you know we just we literally up. he was just ordering he was just ordering pizzas and yeah just chilling, <laughs> in his, chilling in his living room just yeah just, so yeah that was hilarious that was yeah i got to lambert's and i was like why are you guys wearing gym shorts <laughs> <laughs> but those are little things that i mean they're harm like they're not i mean it's they're harmless but it was just fun it's just freshman stuff people do i guess yeah <laughs> i feel like i got quite lucky though i didn't really i didn't really fall into any of those into any yeah. of those traps like, <sighs> well, well you guys were good at setting them so <laughs> yeah it was it was <laughs> yeah 
So anyways, like how your first year college, how did your golf go? Was it good? Uh, it was. I started, it's, it was kind of a tricky one because with our setup, it was pretty much as soon as, as soon as everyone was there, we, the first tournament came around quite quickly. So we were just straight into qualifying. Um, I was always, as a little bit of a slight advantage. So I'd never played any of the courses. Um, so I know uh, I had my, my first, my first year, my, my golf clubs, they, and my luggage, none of my luggage had arrived. And um, so coach had to just give me a set of clubs. And I remember it was the day before first qualifying, my club showed up. And so it was, it was all a bit of a shock. I hadn't even practiced a single day with my own clubs. And yeah, I sh got into qualifying first round, shoot three under, leading where, qualifying. Where at? Like, Classic. It was at my first one was at, at Bidewee, actually. We played classic. at Bidewee. Classic joint. Classic joint. I think I shot under par every qualifying round, one qualifying, like, and then pretty much from there, you get exemption and stuff like that. So I didn't really have to qualify again for, for the rest of the year. So it seemed like qualifying, you did very well. How about actual tournaments? How'd that go? to be honest nothing nothing really i can't really remember to be honest it's that long ago it's like we're talking about six years ago i definitely yeah. definitely didn't win anything in the video there's not much for glory go i think i had a maybe a top 10 or something here and there but it was it was just getting used to the, the traveling getting used to just everything really and just trying to collaborate schooling and and golf and just trying to stay organized and on top of things because everything's happening so quickly everything's going on you just kind of get lost in it a little you, bit you do um, get lost i think sometimes it goes by fast too it goes by fast and then kids don't realize it's like yeah you get Mate, it's, it's so fast we're, li we're literally like it sounds crazy but my freshman year what are we talking that was nearly seven years ago yeah, I mean, I came, my freshman year was in 2016. Yeah. And yours, no, it was 2015, yeah. Yeah, so it's That's been crazy. It's been a long yeah, time, but. Doug and I, are, we're in our fourth year here. And then, yeah. like, this fall, we'll, we'll have known you for four years, which is crazy to think about that. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> uh, that's... Time's, time's kind of. Time just flies. Time just flies. It flies when we're I having think people so don't realize fun. it. And a lot of people, yeah, it's a lot of fun, but some people don't realize how quickly it goes and then all of a sudden you're like in the real world and you really don't know what to do with yourself and it's all a bit of a shock to the system really and you just gotta <laughs> yes. you just gotta try and figure it out yeah because all in college all you think about is homework what we're gonna eat and then golf <laughs> that was the main three main things and those absolutely what was going to happen that weekend and i was, I was gonna say yeah, yeah what's happening on that weekend yeah, I was, yeah, he's, he's, yeah that was it that's all that's all we worried about and we i mean freshman sophomore year that's it and then you get later on my i guess my last year i was like oh, i gotta figure something out i don't know if golf is meant for me or not and took a different path but that didn't happen until later on 
Yeah, so. that happened. And that was weird, like, when school shut down with COVID. Because um, I started thinking. I, was like, about, I just, yeah, I, I just got out just before. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Too. Happened. Yeah, that was actually the reason why I couldn't come back, because I was still working. Right. I was still working, came to Spain for, for like, a two-week break. So I hadn't seen my parents or anything. So I just came back to, to visit friends and family. That. And you got stuck there. And then just, yeah, travel ban hit, visa expired, never could come back. So wow. cheers, oh. Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was meant to be for some reason, I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and to be honest, everything worked out for the best. So I, I can't, I'm not, I can't complain. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it roundabout way it always no matter what happens you look back on it a couple months or years later and you're like well i guess it was actually probably good it turned out like that yeah and there's always something better that's going to happen to you so it's just can't Mm -hmm. be just can't can't dwell on the past i guess you just gotta yeah move forward and just keep going so from your experience in college all four years and you stayed an extra year um what did you learn like, what would you give advice to a, another ju- junior who's coming through, I guess, Spain or anywhere in the world that is going into college? Or it could be anything that you – doesn't or necessarily anything. have to be for someone that's yeah. 16, but, like, what did you take from, like, your four years and all the crazy stuff that happened to you? Like, it, it doesn't matter if you haven't applied it yet. Like, what – did you learn anything? Yeah. <laughs> Just it's, – it's such a – such a big change as we were as we were talking about and yeah it's it's overwhelming at times and and you just gotta stick with the process you've obviously got there for for a reason you've made the decision to to go there for a reason um and you just you just kind of go day by day you learn you learn new things every day was stuff i learned in senior year that i didn't know my first few you just keep keep yeah you keep learning and i'd recommend the process to anyone really just to go out there and experience somewhere new just get out of your comfort zone a little bit and it kind of helps you grow as a person more importantly you kind of become a lot more independent and you kind of it's kind of the first steps into into the real world once you're especially for us coming coming from so far away we're on like yeah. a six hour time difference. There's no one, there's no one to make you dinner. There's no one to do the washing for you. There's no one to tell you when to get up, when to do this, do that, take you here, take you there. So you've got to really, really have your, have your shit planned out basically. Yeah. You know I, know what I, you're doing. I remember I had to grow up real quick because in college, it was the first time I did my own laundry. So yeah. one of yeah, yeah, guys, the guys, the sophomore who was Australian, told me how to use the washing machine, the, the machine. And he's like, all right, go buy tie pods or whatever. And I'm like, what are these? He's like, put it in, put your clothes in, then you put the quarters in and then you hit the start button and then come back in an hour and put it in the dryer. I was like, all right. I've got a funny, funny story about washing. My, <laughs> my, my sophomore year, we had this freshman Swedish guy. Casper, I don't know if you guys know uh, or not. Was he, was he Chandler's roommate? He was Chandler's roommate. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard uh, of him. Oh, he's the one that threw his clubs in the ponds at Bayville, and yeah, he threw his commit and he dived into the pond yeah. at Bayville. 
it wasn't like swim truck because he just got his new clubs and he out of like he was angry so he just kind of wanted to hit the floor and he kind of let go of the club and it just yeah. went into the went into the pond and yeah he obviously couldn't find the club and it was just the whole oh God, you would know that was just hilarious but when he was his first wash that he ever did he's because he obviously had no idea he was i think he came from a wealthy background and he'd never done any washing or anything he just shoved everything in in one load and put the put it on like I think he put it on the highest heat and all of his clothes came out like literally five sizes smaller he's like having to hang everything up in his in his because I don't know if this is true or not but apparently if you put the stuff in the shower and run cold water on them they 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 expand they slowly expand back to their normal size so he was he had all his stuff in the in the shower wearing his clothes in the shower to try and get them bigger again <laughs> it's well, that's a learning curve oh. you have to go through. Wow. Yeah, definitely. That. If you put or if you put all your all your washing together, which I did, make sure you put it on delicates and a, and a cold wash. That's for sure. Yeah. I remember I I learned to set a timer because one time I forgot I had anything down there and, and I left. People it for... will take your stuff out and throw it on the floor so they can use the machine. Yeah, so that was my mistake. My stuff. That was, was it. I'm getting not only having to share a room with someone then having to to go into a utility to room with that has like 20 washing machines and you don't know anyone and yeah you don't know who's gonna touch yeah. your stuff like just yeah so it was a bit but it, it is was a, a bit getting used to it's a learning curve and you have to grow up real quick and especially like you're you're responsible for yourself so you got to go eat at exactly. the cafeteria or make your own food, whatever the case may be. It's just, you just got to grow up real quick because your parents aren't there, especially like our parents were in a different country and Mike's parents are nine hours away. Like they're not going to come down and do his dishes or cook yeah, exactly or any of us. Yeah. So it's just, you got to you grow up real quick. And then I think it's just nature. You learn to adapt and you always figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, like people always there willing to help that's, that, that nice is that is true you do always have a lot of people surrounding you supporting you that always help you give you advice um probably not to do your washing but <laughs> if, with with other general concerns you always have a good yeah. network of people supporting you so you never really feel feel like you're alone if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah that's true yeah, you guys, you guys did a good job of that for me. Even though if it was like some of it was negative, some was positive, <laughs> I always had people there. <laughs> always at home. How many? How many freshmen came in when you came in? Early ones. Just, just yours truly. Mike. That's what I was. <laughs> Mike, but then Chris and I came in. We and Carter. Take, and Carter. We're technically new on the team, but we're all, all juniors. Yeah. That was that was the thing, and then obviously when you become when you become senior the coach gives you like the captain role and there was three of us at the time then one one yeah then it became one let's just say <laughs> and <laughs> probably a story for another time but um yeah. but no i i kind of felt like it was it was obviously we had the fun and games of of like joking around but like i i really wanted to make sure that that 
that that you felt comfortable and that you were that you felt part of the team which was most important because at the end of the day you were going to be the one moving up and then at one point which right. might not be the case now, but lead, leading, leading yeah. the squad. So, That's all right. so I feel like just to be, just to be like a, a bit of a role model in that sense. And just, especially with tournaments, knowing how to behave, knowing how to act, because you're not just there. You're not only representing yourself, you're representing the university, the coach, your parents, like a lot of kids just go in there thinking, oh, it just doesn't matter what I do. It's not going to like, but it does your actions. Right. As, as represent, much as, yeah, as much as golf is an individual sport in college, it's very much a team sport. It's a team sport, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I was I was youngest, so I, I mean, I looked up to everyone. But you know, you and Mikey and Doug Chandler Carter. I mean, yeah, Chris, even everyone, Chris Chandler. I mean, looked up to everyone. But you def, you definitely did a a good job of like being the captain, and you were like. You were like the team, like you're like the uncle that was like really young. Like if you yeah, ever uncle have that Rush. uncle, like if you have an uncle that, but the uncle is only like five years older than you. Like that's how you were. And like, I think the one thing what I think I knew how to do was was combine like the work side and and the golf side with like the fun side because like when yeah. when we got up to like serious, like, I think it's different it can be different from for us coming from so far away because we're, we're actually there to, to do something and, and try and achieve something being so far away. It's not like we can just like go home or like just quit mm -hmm. any yeah. second. So we kind of wanted to make the most of the opportunity and yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You always important share for us to take it seriously. You would share some great wisdom. Yeah. I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, wisdom. Yeah, I said to Barry a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Man, I Barry, I miss Calvin and his wisdom. I miss Calvin's wisdom." And he was like, "He's like, are we are we talking about the same Calvin?" <laughs> Mate, that's what I was about to say. Most of the wisdom was probably full of full of nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Barry was like, what are, you, "Are you sure you're talking about Calvin?" <laughs> No, I was like, but if yeah, you I sound guess. like you know, if you like say it with confidence and you sound like you know what you're talking about, generally everyone else will follow you. So I mean, you're talking to people that, that have absolutely no clue, <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea. Yeah, but that was all great, and we made a bunch of memories during we trips. Did. We had some good times, man. We had some great times. All right, all right, made, like, that's... yeah, like the trip. Gus and I were talking in Mike and last podcast that. The trip to Phoenix and, and Raleigh, the back-to-back -back trip, that was like, we played, we lost, well, we came last twice back-to-back. -back. Like, how many times are we going to tell the listeners we got last? We got last back -to -back <laughs> twice. Back-to-back. -back. Wait, when was this? Your, your, senior, your senior year, we have a picture on the path three. Um, it was for the Stitch tournament. You remember that one? Oh, there it is. Like, this is this is merch for us. I'm holding merch oh. from the stitch. Yeah, and um, no, it was good. good yeah, that trip, yeah. like, yeah, that we was came, a good field, though. It was a good field. We came dead last back to back in two weeks, <laughs> but I had the most enjoyable time. And it was my 21st birthday, and I just the memories off the course, like, it was so great. Like, that's I remember that trip in my head, like, so profoundly. Yeah, just, just... And that's why it's it obviously is about being able to perform and, and play well. But at the end of the time, at the end of the day, you you just 
you just got to enjoy it and yeah. just have the best time that you can have. Yeah, I would say to anyone out there that listening who's in college or a junior or a professional, like when you're on the golf course, like stand there and just look around and just take everything in because you just don't know when that can be taken away from you. And that's that's honestly in my in my senior year that I think it's something that you kind of take for granted over the first few years. Like I yeah. was I was playing each tournament in my in my last semester knowing that that was going to be probably the last time that I ever play this golf course and no matter no matter the outcome I was just going to enjoy it yeah no yeah you, you yeah, just have when, to do that because when you're a freshman or sophomore junior you're like oh we always play this tournament every year so like it's like oh I'll be here next year but then you get yeah, to exactly. one, you're like, all of a sudden yeah it's just, it's like I thought year. you ain't you, you're I not going to be played. staying in the resort at yeah. Yeah, go on. Because I, I remember it was like, like, I wish I could have one more round at Kilmarley. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm never going to, I'm probably never going to stay in the resort at Pinehurst again. I don't know if I'm going to be going to Firestone again. I don't know if I'm going to be going to, to like California, Arizona, all these places. So it's kind yeah. of, you just, you just have to really take it in and enjoy it. And, you know, no matter the outcome, good or bad, at the end of the day, unless you're going to, unless you want to, I would take up golf professionally even then or get a job like no one's going to ask you oh well, what did you shoot at your, your round in <laughs> what did you shoot your round in Firestone or in Pinehurst or yeah. here or there like it, it's, it's mainly just for you and and for you to to feel like you, yeah you've accomplished yeah, something and you've done it for yourself not for anyone else that's the most yeah and because like the time's going so quick it's sometimes good to just stop and just Take a look around, even if it's not on the golf course, just anywhere you are, just look around, take it in. Yeah, exactly. And that's the, that's the stage it got to. I was literally, I was, I even got to a stage I was thinking, like, this is the last time I'm walking down the stairway. Like, just enjoy it. Like, take it all in, look around. Like, yep. That just... happened, happened to me at Pinehurst, and I'm like, I'm glad to get off. <laughs> you know, I'm about to shoot 87. <laughs> well, Gus and I did that at Kilmarlock last year since my injury i was like the volunteer assistant coach so i got to ride in the cart with barry and so we were yeah. just just bantering with bartolo and i walked like the last nine holes with gus and we sat there and not sat there but you know we were we were going for a stroll it was he was in the like the last group and we were coming up 18 and i remember we sat there gus had a great drive and he was playing pretty well you know, not like contention or anything, but he was playing well. And we, <laughs> we stood there and I was like, all right, Gus, like, let it rip. Like, you're going to go for the green here, make two, make Eagle, like mm -hmm. whatever. And, and so Gus hits it. We're like, oh my gosh, that's the one, like, it's looking good. I'm like, Gus, like, did you do it? Like, I think you did it. I'm like, take it all in, Gus. Like, this is it. Like, this is the last chance. What hole is this? 18. Oh. I kill Mar. Like, yeah, we're like, all right, Gus. <laughs> and he whacks it. And we're like, I was like, holy crap. Like, did you do it, Gus? Like, it's, it's right on the stick. And he's like, I hit it good. Like, I hit it pure. And we're like watching. And it feels like the ball's up there forever. And it comes down right on the pin, 20 yards short, in the water. <laughs> Splash. <laughs> And we were like, oh, because we were standing there. We're like, gosh, this is it. Like, the sun was coming out. It was warm. It just stopped raining. And I was like, this is it, Gus. This is it. 
and he hits this beautiful shots right at the pin and we're like like it's gonna do it i'm like is he gonna make it water and we were like oh. <laughs> It was just too yeah. much, man. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't talk too much about that 18 hole because I've had, I've had some, some demons on that hole in my time. Yeah, I'm, I it's hard. It's everyone, trouble on both sides. Everyone, everyone has a hole. I have a hole which is at Colbert Hills. It's the Kansas State uh, course, and the 11th hole, it's par three, 150 meters, and I had an 11 on that hole. And I always remember that hole because I was like, after that 11, I'm like. Take it all in, dog. Oh, I can't, I can't <laughs> take it all in. Bro, you're taking a whole lot in with that 11, that's for sure. Yeah, and i tell you what happened. Pure, I thought I was going to have a hole in one. Come up short, bunker, plugged, couldn't see the ball. Hit, didn't come out. Hit, didn't come out. And then it came out in my footprint. And then I hit it out, and it started rolling on the side of the mound. And I left my putter there. Hit my putter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Two strokes right there. <laughs> At the drop, well, that's just it, that's just silly though. You can you can take a two shot unplayable now out of the bunker if you want to. Yeah, and I was just I was like <laughs> having an absolute meltdown, and I had an eleven, and then my coach I was playing good, and my coach was like, "Doug, what'd you have in the part three? 11. and he was like, "Are you joking?" <laughs> like, no, I had an eleven, and then he left, and I didn't see him for the rest of the round. Uh, but I always remember that hole, and like it like it resetted me. I'm like, okay, just take everything in. Wow, dude, I can't, I can't play 18 at Sleepy Hole, and I'll never miss not playing that golf course again. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me, even though I managed to get over it my freshman year, but my freshman year, going back, this was actually a memory I do remember. I was leading the tournament after 27 holes, and we get to 18, 18 on what's the what's the what's the other course called? It's not the not not where they played the the tour event. I was on the other one. I don't know if it's Hall Hall or, No, no, at, at Firestone, I'm talking. Oh, uh, the North Court or the South? It could be. I think what they play on the South, do they? I think they play in the South. Sure. So we played think, on the yeah. North. Well, it was the it was the other one right there. So I was leading the comp, and eighteen is par five, and you've just got water, just a world of water on the right hand side. Like it was just, yeah. but it was it was playing the easiest hole, all all three rounds. Like just it was just. Yeah. If you hit a good drive, you've got like a short iron into the green, like uh, mid iron. And I just, I just completely crumbled. I just whiffed this thing straight into the middle of the. It wasn't even like just in. It was just so far in, and then I had to like drop on the the tee box because it's right off the tee. You got to drop like on the forward tee box. Yeah, then you got to hit like three wood. After. Yeah, and I, I just, yeah, I ended up, I, th- I made a nine on this par five that was playing, like it was, I think the average was like four point three or something, or four point four point four. And the hole before is where Gus yeah, has Gus, his Gus game. Yeah, Gus can't get over that. Gus one. had his, yeah, exactly. He, he doubled, he doubled that hole every single round. One of the, one of the yeah. years that we played there. I remember that he just uh, couldn't do it. I don't know so why. yeah, I went from, I went from leading that that tournament to being like yeah way out of it and then i was just a fight back from there wow well sounds like you have some fun a lot of adventures a lot of adventures (laughs) (laughs) a lot of there was definitely a lot of adventures on the golf course that's for sure quite i think that was that was kind of the case with most of us as well we always we always liked exploring oh yeah especially especially with putters escaping 
Mr. Escape Artist. So that's kind of being left in the back seat now as well. <laughs> but I love it. Anyways, college done, graduated. Now you're just hanging out in London. Now you're just in London. What are you doing up there? Well, at the minute, I am. So I'm doing. I'm doing the PGA program. So similar, we've got a similar thing in the US, but basically it's, it's technically a, a university degree. So it's a three-year course. And two degrees. Trying to become really? a, Very educated. Uh, Very educated. Two degrees. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it means anything today, but it's maybe doing something that you like doing. So, I, you know, golf's as, as we all have this in common, that golf is a passion of ours. And, and it's definitely something that I want to, I want to stick with throughout my professional career whether it be in golf or not playing or playing uh did you so end yeah, up turning pro just, just yeah you you have to turn pro uh, to, okay. to do the course itself and and in order to to give lessons so i teach now so okay so you're a professional so you got, now okay that's good yeah did you have but you also you gotta play you got yeah. yeah you got you have to play a certain amount of tournaments each year in order to stay eligible on the program. Uh, so I think it's about seven tournaments a year, but it got, it kind of got fizzled out a bit last year with COVID. Um, yeah. But no, so I did, just, just, yeah. Did yeah. you end up playing a golf tournament? I, I may, I may have played one or two. Um, <laughs> very, very, very interesting round of golf. Um, not my, not my best performance out there, but again, it comes to the fact that I'm not really playing as much anymore, and you just lose confidence, and you start trying to remember things, and you just overcomplicate everything, and it just it just becomes a it becomes a nightmare, to be honest. And you kind of get into to this deep deep hole, and you just try and you just trying to climb out of it, but yeah. it doesn't seem possible so at right, times. I remember it's your true. senior year, you had all the confidence and no practice. <laughs> you would just you would just go around and shoot on the par like it was nothing. Oh, mate, take me back. Do you remember what yeah. I was doing? Because I'd love to know what I was doing. I'd <laughs> you love had to the be able to do that now. I just, I just remember Calvin hitting balls in the Sims after Golden Horseshoe. That's all I, I remember that, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was going on there? I can't remember. You, got you were... Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what was going on. You didn't know what was going on either. Was I just having one of my one of my phases of trying to yeah figure were, something out? I don't know. Trying, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, it was also it's, it's it's different because once you've once you've played the courses a lot, you know kind of what you have to do in order to get to get it around. Um, yeah. that was always something that I used to be able to to do. Is uh, there's obviously things in everyone's swing that you'd wish you'd rather you'd improve or things that you don't like about your own swing and things like that. But I always, one of my, one of my strengths was, sounds silly to say as it's the main objective in golf, but I, I knew how to get the ball in the hole in, in, in as least amount of shots as I, as I could. So that kind of, kind of gave me the confidence to, to just step up and, and, just know that however I was playing, I, I always found a way to, to get it in the hole. Yeah. And you had the best hands you can get out of any situation around the green. Well, I, I played uh, I played a competition the other day. Uh, I played, it was the most brutal wins. Of, uh, it was on the coast in Suffolk. Um, yeah. And uh, 
gale force winds we're talking like 30 mile per hour plus winds and i shot like shot the best 83 that i i think i've <laughs> ever shot like and it sounds silly to say i always, i I started with a double on the first hit at OB, but I was I was clawing my way back. I was still like only three over after after like eleven holes, but I was just I was getting up and down from anywhere, and it was it was the main thing I relied on. Because I probably would have shot like ninety eight if I would have not been able to chip. But uh, yeah, but no, it's, it's remember- just good. It's just good getting out there really, and just still being able to play and. Yeah, I remember there was a shot. We were in Florida, and you're in the back bunker in the downslope, and you just use—I don't know how you got it out, but it was like left it to inches, just. And you'll just say, "I got." <laughs> just got. You it's got it's more of. It, it also it all goes back to 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 growing up and how competitive we were as kids, and always trying to trying to beat the beat the next guy, and and you kind of just build this confidence inside you you just you just believe that that you can just get this ball in or as close as, as yeah. possible and, and then that kind of rubbed off on me a bit yeah but then you just started holding 30 footers out of nowhere <laughs> them. i remember it was at firestone you want you're on a tear on the back nine with you and barry on the bag and you're just draining putts like it was nothing no was like, that's where i shot that's what my my best college round came on came on that day. I was just counting. I shot sixty five that round. Yeah, I remember. I was that. just. It was just unstoppable. It's like a feeling that you've never felt before. You just stand up to a putt, and you just you just know it's going in the hole. It's, and that was. It yeah. happens very rarely, but you just it's, it's this feeling that's just undescribable. And that was a time you had two putters in the bag. You didn't know which one you were going to putt with. You ended up putting. <laughs> oh, I always brought a few putters to the tournament. You were, you were just putting like... with an open stance, and then I adapted that open stance putting style. And... To be honest, I've been putting quite poorly lately, and I've been going back to it a little bit. And I'm like trying to trying yeah. to. I, I honestly, when I'm struggling, I think back to that round. I'm like, Calvin, what were you doing <laughs> then? Like, what can we what what can we get from that round and try and implement it now? And I always go back to that little pine. As you stand open to it, you kind of, your eye line is more towards the hole. And it just, it's like every, every other sport that involves either throwing something or whether it be like darts or, or tennis or pool, you're always aiming, like you're always going towards your target. I mean, golf yep. is the only yeah. thing where you're not facing your target. So yeah. I found the more I stood towards the target, the easier it was for my dominant eye to kick in and I could more easily see the line. And, and I don't know if it was a mental thing or if it was just trying something new because, you know, when you try something new or you try a new putter, all of a sudden you start putting better. Yeah. Um, but it generally, it, it genuinely worked and it, I just stuck with it. And I just, yeah. And now, yeah. funny you say that, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at new putters <laughs> as we speak. So I can't, can't, get on, can't, can't get on with my putter. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, my, my whole junior career, I putted, I looked at the hole while I putted. Yeah. So I mean, Jordan it, Spieth, I don't it, know if he doesn't still do it, but it can work. It's just, I can't, I think it's just, they're kind of little tricks and things just to get your mind off maybe yeah. the actual stroke itself. Just trying to like completely think about just, I'm going to get this ball in the hole and I'm not going to think about anything else, not speed, not break, not just, just going to hit it. Yeah. Um, just like those, yeah, that, just like those little kids. 
<laughs> yeah, and I yeah exactly. I genuinely believe that's 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 what makes the the players great is that they just don't just don't think about it as much as everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have any big plans for the rest of your career? <laughs> <laughs> there's always there's always big plans in the works, but for, but for now I'm I'm definitely I've just finishing off as I said my second year. I've got one year left of my of yeah. my PGA, and then I'll maybe I definitely want to implement that a little bit, whether it be traveling around a little bit. Um, but golf is definitely going to be the center of all of that. Whether I whether I find a bit of love again with, with trying to play a bit more competitively, and and I just have to see. It's it's difficult, especially with how things are going at the minute. Not even with us, just in general with with the yeah. world. You you just don't know what's what's happening. It was I kind of did want to play um, as soon as I finished in the states, and you know COVID happened, and there was no no tournaments, nothing was happening. So. You, golf playing wise took a bit of a backseat so I, I took what I thought was the next best alternative for me and I'm gonna gonna finish that off and then I'm gonna go from there but yeah. I definitely would like to I would like to try and play a little bit more than than I am at the minute that's for sure yeah with yeah. a sport like golf you can play till you're old pretty much so Always. exactly yeah and there's there's no there's no time limit you see these players on tour that are having the best their best seasons and they're like 40 years old yeah so it's so, it's never too it's never too late but you just you gotta have that belief and that confidence that that you can that you can do it otherwise you might as well not even try yeah, yeah. exactly well, we appreciate you taking the time today, Calvin. Yeah. Thank oh, you. my boys, it was an absolute honor. I think this is the first international mug and Doug and Mike podcast <laughs> that, that you've had. So um, it's an honor to be to be here. And I appreciate yeah. you guys. Thank we've you had, we've had some one. good memes. Worldwide, yeah, worldwide, wide, wide. <laughs> worldwide, prestige, worldwide. <laughs> Man, we need to get a, a Step Brothers movie going yeah, too. Well, thank you for your time, Calvin. I'm sure we'll catch up soon. And then, who knows, you might be back here and we'll play golf at Kilmarley. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, maybe once, I, once I've made the next, yeah. Also, <laughs> once I've made the next step in my career, I might be on a podcast and maybe I can add a bit more value to the to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, how was the new how was the McDonald's new Big Mac that you were telling us about? It wasn't that good. <laughs> what it's basically it's maybe six. It's basically a chicken, a chicken burger doubled it. And that's with with a Big Mac sauce. And that's it. Wow, you heard new, it first. <laughs> and this is this is a this is not a McDonald's ad. No, 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 no one's get. We no are no way. financial gain off this. <laughs> no, we are no way sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> All right, Calvin. All right, I thank know. you for your time. Well, I appreciate it, boys. Yeah. Hopefully, everyone enjoyed this. Yep. Thanks for listening, Peace guys. Out.